Hello and welcome to another episode of The Selection Box, the Irish Manor Abroad Cultural Recommendations Show. As I say, this isn't a review show, this is a recommendation show. We don't want to hear about what you don't like. We want to sift through the nonsense and find the best things out there for you. Well, Kevin Gildee joins me today to talk about everything books. Kevin is, of course, an award-winning playwright, short story writer, actor and book reviewer. He has performed a regular radio column for RTE's Arena. You might remember him from The Works and lots, lots more. He's interviewed people like Terry Gillingham, Eddie Izzard, Will Self and Kermit the Frog. I didn't know that you'd interviewed Kermit the Frog. Kevin. How did that come about? <laughs> Well, that was all through the works. Got to go to London, and uh, it was a strange interview because you're, as you're interviewing them, the two guys, it was uh, Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy at the same time. Oh my so god! I, I was honoured. <laughs> like it was, yeah. It was like going to royalty, and they, the lads, are actually lying down on the floor in front of you. Oh yeah. But after a minute or two, you totally forget their uh, puppet operators are there. <laughs> Because they inhabit the characters so brilliantly and they're improv. They're just brilliant improvisers. So that was one of the most fun interviews I've ever had. Oh, wow. Well, uh, I wonder, can we dig that out for the next time you, you join us and we'll play a little clip of that? As that sounds epic. The uh, task I gave you this week was to find three recommendations. One one new, one old, and one little surprise in there. The, I know the first one you selected is a man who was on this show quite recently, Kevin Barry. Yeah, I love Kevin Barry's work. I first got into him when uh, his first book is short. I think he's a brilliant short story writer. His novels are great, but particularly short stories, he excels. His first one was uh, There Are Little Kingdoms which I actually heard on the radio before I knew anything about him. Mm. And I was just, it's one of them rare things where a short story on the radio gradually grabs your attention because I wasn't listening to it. So I followed him since. And his latest book, um, That Old Country Music, is a collection of short stories. And it's just wonderful as usual. I think There Are Little Kingdoms was a more classic collection of short stories. Absolutely brilliant. Then he had the second one was Dark Lies the Island, which was more, um, it was almost more cartoony, really funny. All his stories are very funny. And this one combines the two. As the title suggests, that old country music, there's a real sense of old style romance woven through these stories. But when it is uh, sort of filtered through the Kevin Barry filter, it comes out as odd and quirky. But there's a huge humour in his stuff, yet it balances a real emotion. Yeah, I, I mean, you, you nailed it. That That's really the attraction, isn't it? That if you're missing home, and I know so many people listening right now are effectively stranded, like I'm being held prisoner here in the UK. I want to go <laughs> home. <laughs> I can't. I, I find listening to Kevin perform the book, and that's the only way you could describe the audio. And obviously the thing that drew you in is his, his reading of the books uh, is something else. Like he, he obviously has acting chops that he's never looked into. But he uh, explained to me on the show that He'll be out in his shed chatting out the books like he will he will perform them 
for himself. <laughs> and that obviously comes across in the the short stories that uh, you're recommending here. If you were pitching it to someone in an elevator and you were just like, look, here's the book. This will this will bring some joy into your life. What would you say to somebody who's reluctant about going for a short story book like this? <laughs> Well, before I, I say that, I that image, I love that image of him in the shed acting out the voices. I, I just, because I could see, he, he can, it jumps off the page mm. in that way, his voice. But I can also see eventually, after decades of doing that, that he will eventually be in one of his own short stories and the characters will become real mm. and he'll live in a shed. Um, <laughs> what I would say to somebody who wants to, you mean literally pitch the idea of a book of short stories over a novel yeah. or specifically this book? This book, this book, I find sometimes convincing people around me to read things is hard. Like what, what would you say to the reluctant reader about this one? You know, personally, I go, ah, watch tv but if i had to <laughs> as you're instructing me to i would say one i would sell it on the humor because he's just very very funny and mm. everybody likes to have a laugh the other thing about it is a rare combination of real emotion combined with the humor and there's a sort of gothic element to it so it's quite excessive there's mm. an extreme exaggeration the gothic shares something of that with the humor the bulk involve exaggeration as you know from doing comedy and mm. so the gothic is similar and so he creates this almost as he once said he write he can't write in that very sort of controlled stage style he goes a bit mad so it's like bursting out there's a madness in the book yeah and oh i love a madness so if you want a particularly at this time i think books or anything that sort of encapsulates a type of madness we can all relate to mm. because i feel like we're all been penned in and we need an outlet and i would say that old country music is is better than a jab mm. well i will uh, I, w I think we should drop in a little taster of the audiobook here, and I might select the coast of Leitrim as maybe the, the you know as opening like you know with an album that opening track is so important. Well, as an opening story in it, that coast of Leitrim story is is everything that you just described, and it is at once hilarious throughout and heartbreaking. And just like it really hits you in the throat a little bit. I mm. adore that story. So we'll we'll drop in a little bit of that there. Back to the usual, she said. You'd nearly do away with yourself altogether, Seamus Ferris said. What do you mean? She said. Nothing by it, he said. Do you want to go out with me sometime? That would be fine, she said. When is this happening? He believed now that they were in telepathic contact with each other. She must have known and read his intention. She must have known, too, that he had sensed her likely compliance. This was how fatedness worked, how love discovered itself. In the long three days, the endless three nights that led up to their Sunday meeting, he attempted to send mental messages down Dremord Hill and across the slow meander of the river. The content of these messages was even to himself uncertain, but had to do with ardency and truth. 
your next selection is from the older category. I said something that people might have missed. And when I looked into this book, Kevin, I was amazed at how people struggled even to describe what it was. And I had to burrow down quite deep to find out what the hell is this about? Mm. This is Kudos by Rachel Kusk, mm. which was actually recommended by Ardla Hanlon, recommended it to me because he loved her. And I'd never heard of her. So I got this as part of a trilogy. I think um, the other books are Transit and Outline. And she also wrote a book, um, Rachel, about a breakdown of a marriage called Aftermath, which apparently got her into a lot of trouble because it seemed to be very honest. And I think that interested me. And so I got this book, Kudos, and started reading it. I didn't know much about it some criticism about it people saying oh she just wrote down conversations because the format is really really interesting it's basically she meets people in the novel and whether it's a fictional rachel or not she blurs the boundaries between fiction and non-fiction that's what's really interesting about it in terms of the form mm. But the form will be nothing without the content. So she's basically meets people and then the book is what they say to her. It's literally pages of her listening to people with the odd interjection. Now, there's something pure about that form and it brings out something unexpected where you really put a focus on what she's saying. Now, of course, that form is really interesting, but it will be nothing without the content of the people. And luckily... You know, luckily, because people were criticizing, saying, well, she just met people and wrote down. But there's no way the way this stuff she puts into their mouths is absolutely brilliant. Mm. The first guy she meets on a plane is talking about. Well, I, I always hate I hate.